Welcome to Meta Talks. This podcast is brought to you by Meta. We support startups, industry and government with sustainable technology-driven innovation. Here you will hear from amazing individuals on topics around startups, innovation, sustainability and dive deeper into industries like aerospace or energy. Hello, and welcome to Meta Talks. My name is Xenia, and I'm the Operations and Marketing Manager here at Meta. First off, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to Season 1. Throughout this season, we have spoken to some incredible guests, and they've all shared some very valuable insights into the sustainability world. In today's episode, we're mixing it up slightly, and we want to take this opportunity to introduce you to two of our newest Meta team members, Heather and Dana. We're talking about what sustainability means to us at Meta, and we're also joined by John Sinks Sinclair, co-founder of Us2. In our discussion with John, we're going to talk about the B Corp certification, what it means to our businesses, why it's important, what we've learned about ourselves going through the process, and some tips on how you can get started. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Meta Talks. My name is Heather, and I am the Innovation and Sustainability Lead here at Meta. That's a tongue twister. You definitely haven't heard my voice before because I'm relatively new to the Meta team. I joined in July to lead us in our sustainability journey. So I have a little bit of a diverse background, which we will link to a Meet the Team article about me, so I don't have to go into all of that. I will save you and spare you a little bit of time. But basically, my my background is a mixed bag of corporate and startup through telecom and e-commerce. I am an organizer and volunteer at a community called climateaction.tech, where I yeah help the community and, and individuals learn about how to take action on climate. So that's me. Like I said, relatively new to the team. Another relatively new person is Dana. Dana, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. My name is Dana and I am program associate at Meta. I also similarly to Heather joined relatively recent in around August. And my role at Meta is really to support Xenia, who is our program manager, as well as Gabby and Will in our program initiatives. And uh, my background is really not as comprehensive as Heather. I was a medical student for the past three years and currently taking a gap year to explore the world of entrepreneurship, innovation, as well as sustainability, because that's what I kind of stumbled into a rabbit hole during university of through supporting student entrepreneurs into the world of innovation and really, really excited to be here to chat about what we've done over the past few months at Meta in our final episode for season one. So that's us. And today's episode, we are going to chat everything about a B Corp. We have a really, really exciting guest with us today. Before we get to the interview without guests, we wanted to quickly chat about the work that we've done over the past few months around Meta and why we've decided to have this finale episode about B Corp. So as I'm sure listeners of the 
podcast No Meta is a transformative innovation agency and we are really about building programs and working with corporates, startups and government across different industries to regenerate innovative and sustainable change. And we're really, really passionate about creating and supporting the ecosystem to really create change and to inspire corporates to work with startups to bring innovation into the industry. So that's what Meta and the team is really, really passionate about. And for me personally, sustainability is quite a relatively new journey. But I've learned a lot over the past few weeks and months about what it means about sustainability. It's to me, it's a lot about the people we work with, the impact we have to our environment, to our planet, and trying our best to be A, conscious of the impact and B, to change, reduce and improve the impact we make on our environment and our world so that we can regenerate and make it a better world, essentially. Heather, what about you? I love that you kept saying regenerate because here at Meta, we are very much all about sustainability, but we add regeneration into any time we talk about sustainability. And the reason that we do that really is to get to a state or a world that we want to actually sustain, we need to enable and empower startups and innovation that helps bring the world back to a state which is healthier and more viable for that future. So that's kind of you know, what it means to us as Meta. Sustainability and regeneration is, is do no harm, designed for human ecosystems and planetary health quotes. We want to see sustainability and regeneration in a couple of different ways. It's radical system change. We can't really do as much as we want without radical system change. Protection for tomorrow. So Dana, like you said, taking the world and making it better than what we found it in and, and making sure that when we leave it, it's no worse off than, than we got it. And amongst doing all of that, it's providing knowledge for everybody. I think sustainability and regeneration it's very much at the forefront of a lot of conversations at the moment, and it's very nebulous. It's a huge topic. There are so many different perspectives on it, and some people don't have the perspective because there's not enough education around what it actually means to be sustainable, how you can be sustainable, regardless of your geography, your socioeconomic state, uh, status, um, who you are, where you live, etc. Some things, you know, you, you hear sustainability and you think, you know, I, I can't afford to have X. Um, so we need to make sure we get to a point where people are understanding of how they can be sustainable and uh, help to regenerate the, the the planet in a way that it makes sense for them and providing knowledge. So, you know, we we here at, at Meta, there's six of us at the moment, and this is very core to us as, as ourselves, uh, as beings, but also as a company. And, and we do this podcast, we write numbers of blogs to share that knowledge. So if, if you have any questions for us, please let us know and we'll you know, write something up to, to share, to share with you. So I think encapsulating all of that, um, if it's not too much, it's kind of really my TLDR too long, didn't read on what sustainability means to me and us. And I mean, you can probably tell from my passion that what it means to Meta is very much what it means to me as well. So, yeah. And without further ado, let's welcome our 
the guest for today. Today we have John Sinclair, aka Sinks, who is the co-founder of Us2, and he'll be joining us to talk about the B Corp certification, why it's important, what we learned about ourselves and our businesses going through the whole process, and also some tips for other businesses who want to embark on this journey as to how to get started. So without further ado, let's welcome Sinks to MetaTalks. Welcome, Sinks. Can you briefly introduce yourself as well as us too? Sure. Thank you very much for having me. It's nice to be here. I always like talking about our, our B Corp journey. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Sinks. I'm one of the co-founders of us too. For those that don't know, um, us too is a... Uh, we called ourselves a design company, but we've morphed a bit more into products and tech over the years. But originally founded it in 2004 with my, my best friend Mills. And we grew off the back of the mobile sort of wave and Sony Ericsson and a lot of those early clients. And we now have uh, studios in, in Sweden and uh, New York and some, a small entity in Tokyo and in Lisbon as well. My role has shifted from kind of like designer to more management. And then um, I ran the London studio, then I was the CEO. And more recently, I've moved to the, the chair of the group. The truth is, I got some professionals in that are a little bit better at me that running the company. So the, and now there's sort of a management team in running the studio group. On that journey, we also created a games company called Us Do Games. And that's had some big releases over the years. One, one was Monument Valley, which is probably our most famous game. We've done a bunch of investments and worked with startups over the years. We have a, an arm of the business called Adventure more that the adventures and games part were more something that mills spent his time on over the years but i sit on the on the group board and i more specifically am the chairman of the client service part of the business which is the 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 agency side of the business which is our biggest part of the of the business but one of the things i have done more recently with the chair is taking us on the um on the b corp journey and and that's the a nice thing about this role is I've managed to pull myself out a little bit of the day-to-day so I can start thinking of some of the bigger, more purposeful things of the business and then work with the management on, on how we progress through those. So I'm, I'm looking forward to telling you a bit more about that journey as well. So that's me and us too. Super interesting. And I'm a huge fan of Monument Valley, so I love everything that us too is doing. And just one thing just about B Corp, where are you along that B Corp certification journey? So we're actually entering our third year, which is quite an important year because you have to get recertified every three years. So in the December, that's actually, I, was, I thought we were in December, but we're, we're very nearly in December. That will be the start of our new um, certification year. So that will be our sort of, so we, we were certified two years, then you're certified again. So we're, we've been fully certified for coming up to three years now. So three years back from 2021. <laughs> So can you walk us through what led you starting to think about joining or becoming a B Corp? Like, why did you pursue the certification? Why was it important to you? Yeah, sure. The truth is, it, it, I hadn't even heard of the B Corp. I mean, and it, I mean, there were, it was reasonably well known in the UK, but it was more of a US centric thing at the time. One of our non-execs, a guy called Geo that works with us, brought it to the board and we all went away and had a look and the truth is when I saw what it stood for and what it was I it was more like why wouldn't we do this this seems to stand for um 
everything that we say we stand for as, as a business. We, I mean, I mean, I was saying this before I realised quite how complicated and, and, and sort of time consuming it was to become one. And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a sec. But my the first thing, it was just for me, we, we I felt like we'd been living the values of a B Corp without really knowing what it what it was. And and I think once we started learning what a B Corp was and what it meant, then we certainly so that was I guess phase one, phase two was a sort of a deeper analysis of what it is, how how we would navigate through it, can we afford to do it? Is it the right thing to be doing now? And from that, I mean as you can imagine, we had a lot of internal people that were very pro moving on to b corp so there was no shortage of hands going up to help on this of course they were going down to help on the client projects but they were going up to help on the b corp journey that's how we came to hear of it and then since then it's just got in the uk and it certainly it's just got bigger and bigger so it's something we've i'm very glad we are now part of yeah it's it's funny you say that because i mean we're similar we live and breathe basically the ethos of what it become what it is to become a b corp right and so when you say why wouldn't we do it it's similar to to what we're thinking right we've we've just we're a lot smaller we're five six people now started off at three at the beginning of the year and we're growing and we're going to continue to grow. So, you know, thinking about this as B Corp, as a framework for us as a business and how we grow at five to six people to, you know, when we're getting to whatever number we will get to in the future is, is super important to us. And I think it is similar with us. It's everything that we stand for. And I'm so excited that, you know, it's it's becoming more and more known within the UK. I think I was on B Corp's website today and there's over 4,000 now B Corps, which is super wow. exciting and hopefully growing <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely it's um, it's interesting you say about the the scale i mean one nice thing for you it should be a little easier for you to get certified because <laughs> one of the problems with b corp is the um as you get bigger and and as you have sort of multiple offices that all run slightly differently even if you try and make them run the same they all run slightly differently so the process if you're a larger company with multiple entities it's a little bit more complex and we to, to make it even more complicated for us we've got a games company which is a completely different i mean it run in a completely different way from our agency business so and the way it works is the you, the majority of your employees need to you know if, if the question is do you your pensions are they in a certain you know uh, are they invested in a certain way then 75 percent of your employees need to be on that in order to for it to be validated for, for kind of a, the criteria so it's quite tricky. Some of the questions only really were relevant in UK, but in like in in Sydney at the time, it was kind of hard to score it. It was quite a complex process for us, just with the size of the of the studio. But a lot of it for me was about simplifying the business and 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 being con- looking at consistency across the the business. Although I although I thought we were like the perfect B Corp already, I kind of soon learned that under the surface we were all working on different things. Lots of stuff wasn't documented or documented differently um, across the studio so half of it was a bit of a cleansing exercise for us to be honest just to kind of like sort of uh, sort of document a lot of stuff that we thought might have been documented or or it had done but like was five years out of that you know there was just a lot of it was quite messy under the surface and I think the B Corp process helped us tidy up the sort of the back of shop but then it helped us kind of like give focus for like you know rather than the four different studios working on like you know different things 
that then you can actually choose one or two things and then you try and get everyone behind it and you try and get you know and and that's been really good for us and it's really helped us as leaders of the business to sort of give a bit of a, a framework and direction of where you're where you're heading as a business yeah it's it's really interesting you you said it because <laughs> the way that you put it yes it's, it should be way easier and i'm sure it will be in terms of like the the time wise but we you know as a team of three at the beginning of the year, if you look at the B Impact Assessment, the BIA, it is, we can talk about it a bit more, uh, extremely comprehensive as it should be for multiple reasons. And we as, as Meta don't really have any of those processes that you're saying that you need to go in it and clean up and clean house. For us, it's about creating those. And I'm finding the the BIA is very helpful in, in framing what those are and helping to take our ethos and what we believe in as a company and actually put it down to paper and what we need to actually put onto paper. So kind of ticking off and hopefully adding points as we go. Um, it isn't just a points exercise. I think we've said this before, but it is about um, looking at what is necessary to be a very ethical and purpose-driven company. And that that framework is helping. So creating those from scratch um, versus house cleaning, both very, very difficult, I'm sure, but super, super necessary. Uh, Another thing we had is we had, you know, we have recent, you know, we have sort of a whole people teams and HR, you know, like so we have people that we can lean on a bit more. I guess what I more meant was, pulling stuff back from people or changing things is, is you know, if someone thinks, you know, one thing and then you have to go in and go, we're actually, we're not going to invest in this. We're going to, you know, when people have like sort of committed to it emotionally and kind of, well, some studios have budgeted for certain things and stuff. So, but yes, it's definitely a tricky thing. And, but like you, like, I mean, if they made it dead easy, then that would also be, that would also be a bit of a, a pointless exercise. I do, however, think for really small companies, there should be some, b corp light <laughs> there should be some lighter way of uh onboarding onto it it's almost like a learner badge maybe if you're driving kind of like to say like that this is the path we're on this is the the values that we're going to live by as a business but maybe we're not big enough to have all the policies documented yet or all the documentation for the kind of the you know and that that would be an interesting but some of the smaller companies and sometimes when i have other companies asking me about it you know if it's not right for them to become a b corp now for me that doesn't mean you can't know about b corp and can't live like a b corp you can't you know if if you understand the what being a b corp is and and how it works then you can start making decisions as a small business without going through the process i mean i I want one day you should everyone should go through that process but if it's not right or you don't have capacity right now or or, all finances to to put on this it doesn't mean you like just put it aside for me you can still live like you know behavioral behaviorally you can still live like a b corp so as when you do become do get assessed that the the difference is quite small and and hopefully that would be quite a simple journey to become uh, certified at that point in time one thing I remember you said was that I th- that really stuck with me was like the process was very messy. And obviously, when you're on the journey to getting B Corp certified, you're also trying to do all the other businesses, your other client works. How did you manage to ensure that, say, like the different business units of us to align along the B Corp certification whilst also engaging with existing customers? Yeah, I mean, I guess in, in what I was mentioning to Heather, because we have quite a large operations team that's separate from our 
they're, they're connected, but they're not, I guess, they're not billable resources as, as such. So we were able to do this mostly without kind of like reducing any client work or anything. I mean, so it was mostly in the operations, finance and um, uh, teams that we spent most of our time on this. So it, it didn't really affect our day to day business. What it did do is indirectly affected it because you had people that were working sort of that, that weren't able to support the people or the teams because they were busy and kind of like working on some of the, the B Corp certification stuff. So we, we managed quite well at that. I think other things probably slipped through the gap at the time, but we were basically, we paid our way to get through it. If you see, I mean, we, we had a, we did have a third party helping us on this journey as well. Sorry, I should have meant, I, I should have mentioned that as well. We had a, we had a third party helping us, but we actually um, we did take over the process at one point just because we know the business so well. We actually took over from them and it was kind of quite detailed sort of spreadsheet and sort of it's more of a sort of business analyst at some point you need to be or need to have on side to be going through stuff. That is too true. The spreadsheet, um, just the just the questions alone, the spreadsheet is over 200 lines. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So you had this um, you had this third party you took over, you probably learned a lot about yourselves, implemented a lot of processes. I want to know a little bit more about how it helped you to form and reform those processes. You talked a little bit about having to um, take and restructure and clean house and stuff. So just a couple of examples of the different things. Can you talk us through that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I think when we did the deep dive on, you know, like there, there's, you know, how we use our values to onboard people, you know, there are questions around this. And then, you know, of course, I'm, I'm assuming that the we and all the studios do use our values to onboard people. And then it turns out that two of our studios don't really use in the same way. So you go through these exercises where you kind of assume things are in a certain way. And because you've, you've maybe suggested that they should be, but then what happens is people change over time, you don't reinforce these ways of working in, in, a, in a positive way and then you know one leader maybe doesn't think certain things are as important and then that it sort of starts veering off so what it did for me is like our values are really really important to us so of course people we need to be onboarding people in this way and, and, and if they're not we need to change this so so for me that was a good example of something I totally assumed was happening. I mean, maybe the, I'd already moved into my new role. So I was a bit or, already a bit detached from the studio. So that was like how we onboard people. The other one was how we invested in certain areas. And that was all done quite locally before. So we we would have like our New York studio might be focusing on like um, internships and how we look at sort of young kind of bringing on onboarding and London may have been looking at the environment uh, and someone out another studio. So we were looking at really good things, but all very differently. Uh, and I think for me, this gave us a bit of a kind of look, let's like we're not saying these things are not important, but let's choose one or two things each year and let's all try and focus on it. And I think the B Corp helped us with that journey, because if it was just us saying, as in the owners of the business saying, we need to focus on this. The B Corp sort of gave us sort of uh, almost permission to sort of say, we as a business, we're on this journey now. We're a values-led business. We like This is a, a values-led certification. This is the way it works for good reasons. Like we should all like support one or two or three, you know, big things rather than all like doing ad hoc, you know, lots of small things. We should try and make bigger impact together. And it was understood. And, and we didn't have 
you know, there were a few people that were disappointed that because they were, you know, they got sort of pulled off things. But generally, people understood. And I think B Corp helped us with that. It sort of get, it gave us kind of permission as a business to say, like, you know, we've gone on this journey. This journey requires us to all act as one voice, like, uh, and, um, and therefore there are certain things we're going to start doing together as a team. So as we can make more impact as a as a business, so they they were a couple of the the things we had to change. There was tons of things where we just simply our documentation was out of date, or you know we, where we uh, be transparent about you know certain salary bands or bonuses, and you know and and we just didn't have anything written down, and it wasn't documented, and that was just time that just took like hours to sort of sort it out and i mean it, it's not fun stuff to do but it, there was a lot of most of it was that <laughs> most of it was thinking we've got stuff in place but we don't <laughs> i hear that you kept mentioning doing different things there's so many different things to do different areas that you can focus on for those who are listening and haven't explored b corp or the b impact assessment the impact assessment is is really just a guide. It's a framework of for you, but it's also the questions that you need to answer to get your number to the minimum to become a B Corp. But in the BIA, there are impact topics. So since this is what you're talking about is the different impact topics. There's things like there's so there's main buckets of focus for becoming a B Corp, right? There's um, your workers, your customers, suppliers, community, and the environment. And so when we talk about you know, sustainability or becoming a B Corp and all of that. It's not, I mean, the environment is huge, but they're also intrinsically linked to health and wellness and um, diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility, working with the right supply chain and, and knowing your supply chain. And what we're talking a lot about here is, you know, that uh, employee professional development, onboarding and all of that stuff. So to make sure that your employees are well looked after. So it is a very, so when you're saying different topics and focusing on different topics, I'm guessing and assuming that it means those those impact topics that are in the BIA. And because you literally, if you tried to tackle them all right now, you'd spin yourself into rabbit holes for days. Yes. And I don't think it's a sensible thing to, to have everyone in the business, you know, like there's internal comms and how you, you know, there, there's only so many things that the business can sort of handle. And by the way, that there's focus areas, but it doesn't mean you don't do anything in the other areas. Obviously, there, there's kind of like, you know, the, the first certification, you, you obviously that just for those that don't know, the scoring goes up to um, 200. And I think you need to be, is it 80, Heather, 82 or 83 or something to, to pass? I should, I should know that. Sorry. But... Exactly. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, here's me thinking, oh, we'll probably be on 150 to start with because we're so like B Corp aligned, and we like we're like literally doing everything we can to scrape over the like the sort of the pass barrier, and um, a lot of it's kind of it is quite interesting because the score, the 200 score, is there to to cater for all types of companies. Yeah. So if you're a manufacturing company, for example, you're going to get a lot more points if you do good in the in the environment you know if you if you manufacture and produce things as a digital company there's not a great deal of points we can get on the environment side of thing because we don't really put much you know we don't create much <laughs> carbon as a as a business we create even less now everyone's working from home but like uh, the, so so the 200 points are not just for design agencies uh, or creative agencies like us they're for all types of businesses and you'll never get a business that gets 200 if you see what i mean because the way that they group the scoring it's for different types of businesses so if you're in manufacturing you're going to get a lot of points 
that we would never be able to get because we don't manufacture anything if if, if you see what I mean so I, I that was something I needed to understand as well it's not that, that these are this is a global sort of scoring system for business as a whole not just digital design agencies that um so we were we had to really work hard to even get past the 80 <laughs> to, to get past the score line so that was a bit unexpected for us but it means it's easier to every three years when you get recertified you have to improve on your score and when we choose our areas to invest in it's more for the so we've done our baseline we've passed just these are the areas that we, you know we've done really well on our employee stuff because we always have done and that's what you know like the environment we've done as well as we can but our scores are still quite low because we don't really put you know there's not really that much for us to improve in that area so we look at the areas that we can make a bit of a difference in on the scoring i mean that the, the truth is it is a little bit of a game of you know the whole things like it's points and sec you know sections and stuff and it's um you do find yourself going well we get two points if we do this but if we focus on this area you get you get three points so what are we going to do? <laughs> there is a bit of that. I don't know whether it's designed specifically to sort of make you think like that, but it, but but you do. You you think of effort, time, reward, and you kind of look where to to focus. I mean, my thoughts are is if they value that as a as if they value three points for doing this and only two points for doing that. I'm assuming the B Corp have a genuine reason for doing that and think it's more impactful as a whole. So. I guess we're just following that scoring system. It's quite hard to get over the, well, for us, it was quite hard to get over the pass line, the finish line, I should say, or the start line even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, I mean, but that's what it is all about. You you said it's making an impact. So, you know, looking at the, at the scoring methods, looking at the gamification of it all, the sections, the topics, things that they ask of you, really what we're all in it for is, is to, is to make a big impact. I think, Probably should have asked you this in the beginning, but why why should people become a B Corp? Like, what is what does being a B Corp mean? I guess to you as an individual, but also uh, as a business. For me, the um, I mean, at the moment, I suspect a B Corp is for mainly for very very values driven companies. But my thinking is, if there's many value, and there is more and more of, especially with younger companies, there are there is more and more value-driven businesses and the more people that that we can get on to becoming a b corp which in my eyes basically means you're a good company like that i mean that's the, the the bottom line it means you consider like the world your people your customers in a way and for me the b corp is this badge that means you just do it in a bit more of a structured way than we were before so it allows us to sort of wear this badge of, of pride actually to say that we're that we're a good company and and my hope is that in five years time or 10 years time that it won't just be the super values led businesses that are moving it will be all businesses have to move this way to to be good at business and i think when we can start getting you know some of the bigger corporates that have the you know the the boards that are made up of 60 year old white males that are just kind of making the same decisions that they have like when we get those companies going we need to we need to start changing Maybe not because they're values led, but they have to be seen as a bit like for my hope is in 10 years time that if you're not a values led business, you won't be a successful business. And that's that's my um, and obviously this is many. We're many, many steps away from that. But my hope is if we can become a B Corp and I can help persuade other people to become a B Corp either now or, or when it makes sense in their business journey, then it's just more people 
that joining the club of like we're going to run a business in a in a in a certain way. I couldn't agree more. I think with businesses like B Corp and certifications like B Corp, we're also pursuing um, another one uh, called Planet Mark to help us with our environmental um, assessment. With more and more of these, more and more businesses becoming certified with with these these certifications, uh, my hope is that it will just become the norm, right? Like, yes, you said a badge. I will when we get this B Corp certification, I will wear this badge so proudly. But hopefully, in in future, we won't need these badges. You will, it would just be the norm of business. And I think you know, with things like COP twenty six that have just happened, yes, there were you know businesses and governments and organizations doing the their things and talking the talk. What I was really interested in is the groundswell, is the people that are pushing these things, right? These individuals within businesses, volunteers, et cetera, et cetera, down the line, pushing from the bottom up, building this groundswell to make these companies become ethical, purpose-driven companies. It's happening and you can see it. I've seen it change over the last, you know, even year, couple of years dramatically. And thing, I think that things like the B Corp certification and all of these things are, are helping to, to drive that as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, there, there is another, I mean, in our, in design and tech, there's a, there is a huge supply and demand issue right now with, there's also the great resident, you know, everyone's leaving, everyone's moving jobs, but even before the pandemic, like, you know, there's a uh, engineers and, and designers, like it's, um, it's hard to keep good talent. So for me, although obviously as a business, we wanted to do this, there are other reasons. There are other business reasons to do this. Talent, you know, keeping people, uh, recruiting people. We've had our first clients that are like, choosing us over other agencies because we're a B Corp. So I, I guess for me that, I mean, they're all slow moving things, but they are that, you know, we're in a bit of a, it, our industry is quite hard to win business client service. So for me, if you've got two companies that can make, great products then but one is a b corp and lives by certain values and one doesn't i'm hoping that will give us an edge and and it certainly whilst more and more clients are starting to hear of this i i believe it will start giving us a, an edge and we'll start winning work over other other agencies and if they all start becoming b corps then that's a good problem <laughs> We'll have to think of something else. Certainly, 100%, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, no, I think, I mean, you said it's with talent as well. I mean, I know I'm a part of a number of different Slack groups and communities. Like I mentioned, I'm in, in Climate Action Tech. And I have conversations constantly with people that are looking for roles, new jobs, and are always looking, okay, is this company, is this company a B Corp? Scroll straight to the bottom of the first page to see if they're B Corp and then go to careers because you, there is more and more demand and appetite amongst all generations, I think, looking to work for a purpose-led company. So it's very exciting. Yeah. I I would put the B Corp Very reassuring. I would uh, put the B Corp logo at the top of the join us page, not the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. So on that, becoming becoming a B Corp, right? We've, we've spoken about how long it can take, how much it takes, why people should do it, what it is. Any tips, tricks, insights, learnings, quick little tidbits that we can give people or me <laughs> when going through yeah. this process? <laughs> the... Um, m- I guess the the main piece is un, is getting a really deep understanding of the questions from the from the outset. Like, um, and and I think because we were using another company, which was fine, and and it went it went well. But what it meant is that we we didn't true that they were dealing with that part of it for us. So 
But I think the mistake for us there was not deeply understanding the questions and, and how they work and what they meant for ourselves, because obviously we know our business better than any, anyone. So I think I, d- I don't know how you look at the questions if you if you are not um, applying to become a B Corp. But um, I would highly recommend that you take a good look through those questions. And uh, and if you are if you literally don't have if you're not able to answer any of those with a yes tick box, then it may well be too early to become a you might be too small or or, or too early because there is the reality i mean i'm i'm not going like there is the reality of running a small business I, it, I we had a small business and i remember it being very very hard at the time <laughs> and uh, there's lots of different priorities and everyone's like trying to make the business work and you know it might not be the right time to create like 30 policies on how the business should run and kind of uh, and you know I, I'm definitely a pragmatist in in how young companies need to focus and what they what they need to do. But I would definitely suggest to anyone that they get familiar with those questions and they get to understand how it works, how the B Corp works, what it like. Because whether you're certified or not, there are decisions in your business that you can make as if you were a B Corp. That that you know, there's certain decisions that you can um that that you can make or people you can hire or hire in a certain way. You could almost use it as a set of guidelines to run the business in 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 a, in a way without even having to be certified. So I think the badge is definitely the ultimate goal, and I definitely think everyone that can should do that. But it's not the badge or nothing, and and I think that's an important message for for smaller companies that don't have the capacity or or, or skill sets to to handle some of the certification yet. That, that that's okay, but but start understanding it and making decisions based on that. So that that would be my first one. If you are going to get certified, definitely get someone that can handle data and spreadsheets and like, you know, that's kind of a, I mean, we, we, we used a, a business analyst on that and, and can really get to grips with it and sort of run it from that point of view. We, um, lots of our points were on the employee section of things. And so like our HR and people teams were quite, involved that was you know in the different segments we knew we were going to score quite highly in that one which meant we had to go quite deep because we weren't able to score highly in things like the environment uh, for example and other areas we were we needed to develop more so that's you know when i talked about sort of focus areas for the future so we'll we'll focus on those going going forward but i i would make sure you've got internal capacity to handle it but and and also, I think the I think the waiting list is like, or it was a few months ago, hugely long as well. So um, uh, it was at six months a while back. I don't know whether that's got worse or or, or got better, but there is um, you've got some time, regardless, to start changing the way that the company works. So for me, everyone should start from now changing how how you run the the company. It doesn't you don't have to become a B Corp straight away. All really, really good bits of advice. And on the on the getting to know the questions, understanding the questionnaire, I've read as well on B Corp um, and heard this from others. You can actually go and get started as becoming a B Corp. Get started with the assessment, and you sign in, you create your user details, uh, jump into their portal, and you can see all the questions. You can actually export all of these questions. So I have I'm looking at mine right now in an Airtable. Ah. So you can export them, and you can learn start to learn them and live them. And yeah, like you said, you can start to implement these as as business practice without going for the certification. It's kind of 
my my guiding light at the moment. So yeah, it's very easy to get those questions. So go and get those questions. Good. good. No, I, I didn't know you could do that. So that that's really that's really good to know. I can I can then pretend that's my advice to other people. <laughs> <laughs> we can share the advice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this has been such a good conversation. I can talk about B Corp and the environment, sustainability, uh, for days on end, but I'm conscious of of your time, John. So Dana, did you have it? dominated this conversation apologies Dan, do you have any more questions for John no I really really enjoyed the conversation and really liked the point about even if you're a small company it's still valuable to set up on the journey even if it takes years to get to the certification and it's really about as a certified B Corp and as us chatting about B Corp is to empower and to inspire other organizations and businesses who are value driven to explore B Corp certification. And similarly to what you said, is like the ideal is that we work with people who are B Corps. We can be selective as to we want to work with clients who are B Corps and clients are choosing us because we are B Corps. And to the point where you can't really survive if you're not a B Corp. And that just means, as you mentioned, that you are a good company. So lots of lots of valuable insight and thank you so much for the conversation. Very welcome. It's been lovely chatting to you both. It's been great chatting with you as well. And I guess with that, we'll let you on with your day and in beautiful Southern England. Um, enjoy the last bit of the few minutes of sunlight that we might have here at four o'clock, which is the time we're recording. So yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. John Sinclair from us too for <laughs> joining us here on Mesa Talks. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. For information about Meta and the work we do, head to our website, meta.partners. There you'll be able to find links to our blog, the company LinkedIn page, and more information about the team. If you have any questions about today's episode or suggestions for future shows, our Twitter handle is MetaTalks, all in one word. And you'll also be able to find the team and all sorts of exciting things we're up to on there. We'll be back with a new episode of the podcast next week. Until then, stay well and stay in touch.